0: Jesus is real. power in your name. Jesus is real.
1: You need to be intentional about everything in your life. You know why? Because God does not make your decisions for you. God says, this is the decision you should make. And then God makes the decision making be up to you. And if you are not intentional about everything, what's really ironic is that you are still being intentional, but you are being intentionally
0: unintentional. Mindfulness is a popular topic right now. There's a lot out there about this concept of being aware of your body and what's going on around you. However, as Pastor Daniel explains today, God doesn't want you just to be aware, but to be intentional. You'll learn that you have the opportunity to help God change the world when you carefully consider what you do. But as always, you have the choice to follow God's direction or not. Here's Pastor Daniel in Proverbs chapter 4 as he continues his message, Imagination Up.
1: of faith that's fully everyone has a part to play not everybody plays the same part but everyone has a part to play and we do this so that we can transform our community and our world see as because Jesus is real he puts us together he makes us a family and that family is fully engaged and then that family fully engaged starts to God starts to transform the family and then that transformation gets pushed outward and it begins in our community and it ends in our world to the, to the ends of the earth. That's what the people of God, and that's who we are. God has given us this vision, this mission, and we're on it. So what I have for you today is I have these four things that I want to share with you, four important encouragements for us as a Crossroads family, for where we've been and where we're going, and I think that each one of these things, not only for us corporately, but for you as an individual, because in order for these things to be our reality as a church, it has to be our individual realities on how we live. And for each one of them, I'm going to give you a proverb, one that we've already studied, to undergird this so we can enjoy our God's Tweet series. First, we need to be intentional about everything. You need to be intentional about everything in your life. You know why? Because God does not make your decisions for you. God says, this is the decision you should make, and then God makes the decision-making be up to you. And if you are not intentional about everything, what's really ironic is that you are still being intentional, but you are being intentionally unintentional about the decision you're making. You're just making a bad decision. Either way, we are intentionally making decisions. It's just a matter of making good decisions or bad decisions. You want a scripture? Proverbs chapter four, verse 23. Keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. That's a powerful verse, isn't it? That you need to keep your heart with all diligence, with all intentionality. You need to be passionate about guarding your heart. Why? For out of it springs the issues of life. What that means is that if you and I do not intentionally guard our hearts, everything, all the issues of your life, it's not driven by the circumstances, it's driven by your heart. The circumstances are what they are, but how you interact with those circumstances, that's personal. For two people, given the exact same circumstances, one sees this as an extraordinary blessing, and another sees it as the end of the world. What's the difference? Their heart. And so we, we need to be intentional about everything. Now, as a church family, I'm here to tell you, we are intentional about everything and we're learning how to be. A thing like the church's finances. We, over the last number of years, have been extraordinarily focused on making sure our house is healthy. Making sure that we steward the resources of the Lord well in this place. And I'm here to tell you, it takes a lot of work. Just like in your own personal finances, it takes a lot of work to make a decision. I want that, but I can't afford it. And we need to be intentional as individuals and as a family with the Lord's finances. I'm here to tell you, for me, I take this very seriously seriously. That every single penny that Crossroads receives is because you all feel the Lord saying, I want you to honor me with your finances, and I want you to give it to Crossroads. I take that super seriously. Like, I realize that, like, at the bema seat of Jesus, I'm going to have to give an account for the stewardship of the resources of Crossroads. Crossroads. So we do things like we have a budget. Now, having a budget does not mean that you don't spend. It means that you know what you're spending. And you realize, I can't afford this. And so, brothers and sisters, you know what it's like to be financially out of whack. Right? It hurts. It, it makes you make decisions that you wouldn't make because you can't make any other decisions. So as a church family, we've been working really hard and we take that stewardship of the Lord's money very seriously. I'm here to tell you that we continue to have a conservative budget. We have been in the black for two and a half years now where we're spending underneath what we're taking in. And I praise God for that. But you have to realize that we are very intentional about what we're doing and why. You notice we have all these projects going on around the campus. We're refreshing things. We're trying to make things better, nicer. We've been in the process of doing some upgrades on the video system. We have a 15-year-old video system in this place. You guys realize, how many of you guys have a 15-year-old TV? Almost nobody, exactly. You know why? That thing's like 900 pounds 15 years ago. Right? It's like... So we, we're doing all these things, but listen You need to be intentional About your finances as well You know, just a bunch of, About two months ago in Proverbs There was the honor the Lord with your finances With your, with your resources It was so beautiful because I had someone come to me In that message I said, all of us should give Based on a percentage Percentage giving Right, because we want to honor the Lord With our finances And I had someone come to me and said, Pastor thank you so much for saying that Oh, you know, I started to give online and I started with 3%. I've never given to the Lord before in my life. i started with 3%. Like, I have one question though. I give on my credit card and that credit card, I get points for tithing. Is that sinful? <laughs> I just love the question because this guy was just like, I just want to honor Jesus. Is it wrong that I'm getting rewards points? <laughs> and I said, I said, sister, listen, not only is it not sinful, it's wise. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, listen, as long as you're not going into debt with your giving, if the, if the credit card company is going to give you gift cards to give to the Lord, then that's just smart. She's like, well, I'm paying off part of my grocery bill with that money. I'm like, praise God. See, someone said, well, is it wrong to give if you get the tax write-off? I'm like, look, you shouldn't give for the tax write-off. But if the government's going to give you a write off for it, then that's like the cherry on top of the sprinkles, on top of the whipped cream, on top of the ice cream, on top of the cookies of the Sunday. Right? It's like, if they're, that's just wise. You know, and listen, as each one of us honors the Lord with our finances, when you put all of the money of the Crossroads family together, it's extraordinary the amount of things that we can do. I really believe we need to get out of building debt. That's money that we could use in a million other better areas than just paying a bank for lending us money. So I need you to please pray with us about how God wants us to get rid of completely this building debt. And you also need to pray how God wants to get you out of debt so that you can use all the resources that God has entrusted to you for the furtherance of his kingdom in this generation. So finances are important. Staffing is important. Now listen, staffing. Every single person who's on staff here at Crossroads, we realize it's a gift to be on staff at a church. And two, we realize that that money is being given by the Crossroads family. So everybody who has a staff position, it has to be worth it. Like they have to be a good use of the resources. Sometimes, and you got to realize that when you have 45 full-time staff members and lots of part-time folks in the midst of it god is doing something unique in everybody's life and i'm here to tell you that we are constantly evaluating is this a good use of our resources is there a better way to do it and sometimes i get in trouble as a pastor like well well so and so this and this happened and this it's like don't always assume that when someone steps on or off staff that they're going to be there forever or that they're supposed to be there forever God is doing a work in people's lives. And I will tell you this, as a pastor, if my goal is to keep everyone on staff forever, then I am a lousy servant of God. Because my job should be, God, what are you doing in this person's life? And I want to see them, for however long you have them, be here, be raised up, and be able to step on into whatever God has. If I'm trying to keep everybody here, I'm building the crossroads kingdom, and that is antithetical to the kingdom of God. So God is doing different things in different people's lives. And listen, in staffing, sometimes we bring on the right person and they're in the wrong job. Sometimes we bring on a great person who doesn't have the skill set to do the job. You have all these different things that are going on. And the key for me is as people come on and off staff, is it healthy as best as it can be? Sometimes you bring somebody on and they're not a good fit in their job and you try and find another place and another place. That's just part of how this goes. But God is doing a work in everybody's life. And in a lot of ways, our job is to simply say, Lord, what are you doing in people's lives? See, we need to be intentional. And I'm here to tell you, I realize that we're going to give an account for how we steward this place. And I'm going to, we're going to do it with total intentionality. If we realize that we can do something, the same thing better in a different way, we're going to do that. And what happens for me, I'll be honest with you. I had, you know, I had somebody say, well, are you fasting and praying about who you're bringing on staff? Because I mean, I don't understand what's going on. It's like, and what it it makes me want to do as a pastor, it makes me want to not make any changes because I'm going to upset the apple cart. But the thing is, is that if I'm scared to make changes because people are going to get upset, then I'm a terrible pastor. Because God doesn't want me to be scared to make everybody upset. I need to, we need to make the right decisions. And listen, for too many of us, when in your Bible does a decision get made and it all goes smooth as butter? <laughs> Never. It never is easy because God is doing a work in the process of our lives David's the king. How did that go? Well, not so hot Solomon did how did that go? Not so hot That's old testament about the new testament Peter (laughs) How did it go for Peter? It was a train wreck half the time other half the time was wonderful he's Preaching on the day of Pentecost and 3,000 people are getting saved and then Paul is rebuking him to the church in Galatia for being a hypocrite. The church is not neat and tidy. It's messy. And listen, I'll be honest with you. As a pastor, sometimes I get it right. Sometimes I get it wrong. The key is, is it's only sin if I'm not learning in the process. It's only wrong if we're not learning in the process. So you have to be intentional and you have to take risks in the midst of it. Now, so not only are we going to be intentional about everything, second, we need to grow deeper. We need to grow deeper. See, when I think of growing deeper, that's what discipleship is all about. Discipleship is being a follower of Jesus. And God literally wants to deepen each one of our lives. God wants us not only to be a Christian but to be growing, to be getting deeper into the things of God. You want a scripture for it? Listen to this tweet of God, Proverbs twenty-seven, seventeen. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. See, the idea is, is that we are in the refining process, and God wants to deepen us In the things of our faith. See the problem with Christianity today. Is that Jesus is the only hope for humanity. But the church can be an inch deep sometime. The people of God can believe in Jesus. And not live like it. And I believe that God wants to do a great work. Of deepening. Isn't that what Jesus said in Matthew 28. In that the great uh, commission. Where he says go and make disciples of all nations. Not just make decisions for Jesus, but really deepen and become disciples of Jesus. God wants us to be his followers. Now, let me ask you, are you growing deeper in the things of God? Are you right now living intentionally so that God is deepening your life? See, what I realize very profoundly is that if you just come to Crossroads on a Sunday, right? An hour and a half of your time, maybe an hour 45 if I get real excited. You know what I mean? An hour and 45 minutes of your week will not properly counteract 12 waking hours a day inundated with things that aren't the things of God. Like, let me give you an example. If you go and say, I'm going to work out for 20 minutes five days a week, If you work out for 20 minutes, five days a week, and you spend the rest of the day living on Twinkies and Ding Dongs and Donuts and Cannolis and Fruit Loops and Fruity Pebbles and whatever else, 20 minutes a day of cardio is not going to counteract that. You realize that, right? And listen, growing deeper is an intentional decision you make to say, my life, is important and I want to grow. I want to grow deeper. Now, as this relates to the church, to crossroads, what I realize is this: crossroads cannot make you grow. As a pastor, I cannot make you grow. No ministry of crossroads will make you grow. In a lot of ways, crossroads is like your personal trainer. If you decide I gotta get in shape, I'm going to the gym, and you get yourself a personal trainer, right? Will that person, just by hiring a personal trainer, will that person make you uh, buff and ripped and totally cool or however you like to talk about that stuff? No, right? At best, they help you along the process, but you make the commitment that I'm not going to eat certain things, and you make the commitment that I am going to show up to work out, and you make the commitment that you're going to do all these different things, and then with the help of the trainer, you might be ripped and ready for the beach and all that stuff, Right? In a lot of ways, Crossroads is the same thing. I cannot make anybody grow. You can connect to any ministry here. Doesn't mean that you'll grow. But we do have a responsibility to whatever we do offer, that if you connect to it, it will really help you get deeper in the things of God. Men's ministry, women's ministry, recovery ministry, all of our core discipleship ministries, I commit to you that we are going to work hard in all those ministries that if you decide that you want to come to men's ministry that it will help you deepen because we have to make sure that everything we do it actually is working well and if you decide to take your time and invest it there it'll be something good for you and i'm here to tell you no ministry is perfect, so we're constantly going to be working on things. People all the time say, well, you're constantly working, you're constantly changing things. Until it works, we're going to keep tweaking it. Like, why would you want to go to a ministry that isn't making you grow? That you're not, if you're going to take the time that you're not deepening in it. See, oftentimes people say, well, I don't like that change, but they don't ask, well, why did you make the change? And I don't just make changes because I'm bored. I'm like, what can I mess with today? <laughs> you know, I'm like, hmm, what can I do? I'll just do this today. No, it's like, I want, if you say, I'm going to go to women's ministry, I want when you go there to be like, it may or may not be your thing, but if you commit to it, you'll be like, wow, I'm really growing. God's doing a work in my life. I'm growing in the word. I'm growing in in life in the spirit. If I go to men's, it's really working. And we're going to constantly be working on things. Ain't no one got time to have a ministry that isn't working. Like, who's got time to go to something that's not hitting all the things we're trying to hit? And I'm here to tell you that as a church, we're committed to making sure that we go deeper. If we're going to do something, we're going to do it really well. And and I'm making that commitment to you that with all these things, we're going to constantly be working on them so that everything that we do, highly intentional, actually accomplishes what it's supposed to accomplish. So I want to encourage you this fall, Make a plan to go deeper with God. Because what the world needs is not more Christians. The world needs deeper Christians so that we can reproduce more Christians. I think it was Spurgeon who said Christians shouldn't be counted, they should be weighed. We should, there should be a weightiness to who we are. And all of our ministries were committed to that. So we need to be intentional about everything, we need to grow deeper. Third, We need to get smaller so that we can get bigger. We need to get smaller so that we can get bigger. Now, let me take the idea of getting bigger. So remember I told you that as we've transitioned over these last bunch of years, it's been hard, right? And it has been hard. But Crossroads is literally almost 40% larger now than it was three years ago. So even in the midst of all this transition, we've grown wide. But here's the thing. I believe, we shouldn't be like, okay, we grew by that much, great, we're wonderful. Listen, my Bible says that God is not willing that what? That any should perish, but that all would come to repentance. What that means is that God's dream for Crossroads, and not just Crossroads, every church throughout the world, is that there ain't no room for everybody in there. Because God's desire is that everybody comes to know him, that he can bless people with abundant life. God's vision for Clark County is that Clark County, everybody walks with the Lord in Clark County. And everybody has their sins forgiven. And everybody is filled with the Holy Spirit. And everybody is being part of God's kingdom. That's what God's design is. And what that means is that God wants every church to get bigger. That's a powerful reality, isn't it? That God literally desires everyone to be a part of His family. But I believe that for Crossroads... Because I believe God wants to grow churches Really God we need to get smaller So that we can get bigger By that what I mean is this My hope is that everybody at Crossroads finds a tribe Which is a group of people Who they are growing with People who they know For the people who serve in Crossroads Kids They're like a little tribe unto themselves They do life together They know what's going on in each other's lives They're walking together You look at the worship teams They're all connected together They know what's going on in each other's lives They spend time together See, and crossroads As a very large church The problem with a really large church Is it's really easy to come and be anonymous But you know what happens when you're anonymous And something goes on in your life Nothing Because nobody knows what's going on Which is a problem Because when struggles come, you need people And so we want crossroads To get smaller You want a scripture or God's tweets for it Listen to Proverbs 27 Verses 9 and 10 ointment and perfume delight the heart and the sweetness of a man's friend gives delight by hearty counsel do not forsake your own friend or your father's friend nor go to your brother's house in the day of your calamity better is a neighbor nearby than a brother far away
0: jesus is It's the hardest thing about swimming, going all the way under the water. It takes some grit to move deeper into the water and let the coldness touch your belly and your toes. Today, Pastor Daniel encouraged you to go deeper with God. You learned that you can be intentional about growing in your walk with God by getting involved with other believers and spending time in the word. As you dive in, you'll give the Lord the opportunity to deepen your faith in him. Hey everybody,
1: Pastor Daniel here thanks for joining me on Jesus is Real Radio I realize that not all of you who listen are followers of Jesus but I actually believe that there are many of you right now as you've been listening you're saying I want to put my faith and trust in Jesus I want his death and resurrection to be applied to my life and if that's you I want you to pray this prayer with me which is just saying thank you to Jesus for saving you let's go ahead repeat this prayer after me say Jesus I give you my life thank you for saving me I believe in you your life your death on the cross, and your resurrection. Forgive me of my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And I ask it in Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer, I'm so stoked for you. And I want to get some more resources in your hands to help you continue this journey. So pull out your mobile phone, text the word SAVED, S-A-V-E-D, to fifty one four hundred 51400, and we'll get some resources into your hands.
0: Now don't go anywhere. Some folks from my team want to share some amazing things with you. Thanks, Daniel. Again, if you just prayed that prayer with Pastor Daniel, take out your cell phone and text the word SAVED, S-A-V-E-D, to 51400. We'd love to get some resources into your hands, and the Crossroads team wants to connect with you. Next time on Jesus is Real Radio, Pastor Daniel will address more ways you can join with Jesus as he transforms everything. Being involved in community is an important part of growing with the Lord. You'll learn God wants to use the people closest to you to help deepen your faith. God will also use your friendships to draw others to himself because they'll be attracted to the tremendous love and grace you have for one another. You've been listening to Jesus is Real Radio with Pastor Daniel Fusco of Crossroads Community Church. Pastor Daniel will continue teaching through his series called God's Tweets. Until then, may God bless.